0: It can be a dark world sometimes, don't be afraid to be a source of light, it can be a dark world sometimes, but don't be afraid to be a source of light,
1: peace good people, peace, Fee, how you feeling,
0: man, I am working through feelings i'm working through feelings how are you so you're excited excited. okay that's cool that's cool damn what's up what's up why you i said i'm working through my feelings
1: (laughs) right yeah you gonna tell somebody yeah that's cool you excited yeah that's cool thank you all for tuning in to another episode of soul affirmation with felicia and cariga
0: with cariga and felicia
1: and most importantly you the listener on the black love podcast network
0: indeed We have a special guest in the background, so you may hear her from time to time. I was trying to put her down for a nap, and she actually wasn't even fighting me. She was just chilling in my arms with her water, and she was slipping her water and just letting it flow out of her mouth. So I got a little water on the side of my shirt. That's all right. And then she decided to serenade me with the ABC song. That's
1: cool. That's cool.
0: (laughs) A A lot of cool things were happening in there.
1: You see how that doesn't fit? But my favorite thing about it i already hear it like i feel like kamali was coming to teach us to be like water okay Felicia, you're just going to let this one flow you're going to let this one flow. this is
0: what i'm working through and i'm realizing it right now it's the power struggle Mm -hmm. that i'd be experiencing i really would like it if she took a nap not just because i want us to come here uninterrupted i'd like it for her well-being her her growth and development like i know that naps are important and I really just would like it if she would meet this, this standard I have for each day of her having a nap. I'm being honest. I'm working through my feelings about it. And then I didn't even get a chance to really get her down for the nap. Like she literally I opened the door and she looked like, well, we not doing this and I'm looking like me, you ain't going to sleep. So and she just sat up and walked on out.
1: And y'all, if y'all heard how this episode started so differently, right? <laughs> people was like, Yeah, it's cool. That's how I was excited. <laughs> I said I was excited and I'm still excited, but I want to be honest about my excitement. I wouldn't call it petty, but it was definitely intuitive excitement. <laughs> and I was excited because <laughs> I was hoping Fee would have the courage to admit she was having a power struggle because I saw heck, it.
0: Heck yeah, I'm going to talk about it.
1: Well, good. But it, I when think I it's realize so funny. what it is. But I think it's so funny that our responses to her, mm-hmm. right? My like, smiling energy right Your <laughs> doubtful dap all these things i, I think kind of tell a little bit about us today but also about like the journey in parenthood and oh yeah your desire for her structure my desire to take the path of least resistance okay
0: it, and it's not just with the child it's across the parents too Korean names that i gave him a doubtful dap and it wasn't that i gave him a doubtful dap sometimes when you ask for a dap when I don't feel like that, it's like the equivalent of I don't want to take a deep breath. I want to take a small breath.
1: See, and <laughs> I like this episode already because you can tell Felicia didn't play team sports. I sure yeah.
0: didn't. Yeah. Because it, I didn't have support in that area.
1: Well, whatever it is, you learn on a team that sometimes you don't have the hot hand. Are you sometime, serious?
0: Yeah. Y'all had to like dap each other up when you when things weren't going your
1: way. There's nothing worse than your team dapping you up. Oh, my when, God. When you just took a real fall or or uh, you're not feeling good in the huddle because you just got banged up, right? And somebody's just like, man, that was a good dive. And you like, the hell it was. Right?
0: I have never in my life had an experience like that. I played piano. I've, I'm I classically trained, and that is work that I had to do with myself. And if it wasn't yeah. right, you might have heard a bang on the piano. And then I had to go take a deep breath somewhere, I guess, and then come back and get it right.
1: Wow. So you don't know what it's like to, like, miss a shot that was potentially a game-winning shot or Mm -mm. change of a game. Nope. There's nothing harder than your team telling you you took a good shot selection, even though it didn't go in. Right? And nobody's mad at you because it didn't go in. You're just so upset with yourself because it didn't go in. But everybody's like, hey, look, it was a good shot. So (laughs) I think I reach over for the DAP when I see you, like, in the groove of parenting okay because i'd be just trying to give you a lifeline like hey dog take the dap
0: Kariga, that makes so much sense to me now yeah. i've never understood that
1: like, yeah, it's like it's just encouragement
0: wow well thank you
1: it's all good thank uh, you so much <laughs> i'm not even, i'm not i'm not even gonna name you a uh, doubtful dap face i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna name it i could have said it but I, i'm not gonna say in <laughs> the, the worst? i could have said it but, i could have said it but i'm not gonna say it you know i said it on it <laughs> can can i give an affirmation Please to give help us an us in affirm- the space. Yeah,
0: because I looked and I couldn't I couldn't find one. I
1: know. That was funny too. That was not funny. <laughs> it was because I saw what was happening. And I think I have one that speaks exactly <laughs> to where we are today. Oh gosh. We're gonna read from page 14. From the affirmation toolkit for reflection and manifesting the light within. Okay. And page 14 reads, I am where I need to be and who I need to be in this very moment. <laughs> the answers I am looking for are already within. And, like, today I see this affirmation with, like, the laughing emoji after it. For some reason, I can just kind of see that emoji. And I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at parenthood, Mm. the dance that it is. And today she's dancing all over us. Okay? I hate it. But (laughs) (laughs) it's okay, Fee. It's okay. Because hopefully you're taking the invitation to learn more about yourself.
0: I literally, when I'm in these situations, I ask myself, like, why am I? freaking feeling like this so like why am i hanging on to this power thing how come i can't let it go why do i feel so defeated or like it's what is this idea that i have to maintain the power and if i lose the power it will be a problem
1: why (laughs) should i feel so defeated
0: shut up baby
1: no here's the thing fee what power are you addressing
0: okay you're asking me what power am I addressing? Yeah.
1: What What's the power you think you have?
0: Yo, I don't even know how to define that. I think what's happening in my head is like, okay, I am the parent uh-huh. and I am responsible for you uh-huh. and there are things that I want you to do so that you can become a fully independent functioning child like we're. We're approaching two.
1: Fully independent, functioning <laughs> child. Okay. Whatever that actually means, right?
0: Well, one that, okay, who understands like, okay, these things are happening during the day. I guess that's what it is right now, right? We're establishing routines. Mm-hmm. I want her to understand that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to use the pot. I need to get the dirty diaper off of you, right? Mm-hmm. Because my goal is to get the diaper off. For her, I want her to learn like it's time to use the bathroom first thing in the morning. OK, we're going to put on our day clothes, nighttime clothes or for bedtime, you know, like mm-hmm. pajamas are for bed. That's it. Everything else, like how you move through the day. Mm-hmm. I just want to establish like a tone and. Like like you said, having breakfast. Okay, we know we're going to do this. Then we know we're going to go into here. There's going to be play. I guess I want her to understand how this day is moving. I get frustrated when I feel like she doesn't have that understanding yet. And I guess it's not that I'm even frustrated with her. I'm getting frustrated with myself.
1: I'm glad you were able to articulate that because from my end looking in, I think you and her and myself are doing a great job with the systems. And I actually think she knows exactly what time it is.
0: And she's choosing not to.
1: Yeah, which is actually okay. Because in the grand scheme of things, if we want a child who is comprehensive, who understands systems, who understands the flow and the structure of the day, she understands exactly what time it is. And that's the goal. Her complying with what you think the time is, is a different matter. Mm. But as long as she knows it's nap time, because it helps on the next nap time or the next day. But today is not nap time.
0: What I'm wrestling with now is like, it's late. It's Mm -hmm. a late nap time. Mm -hmm. It's time for her to have a nap. And if she doesn't have a nap now, she's going to try and have a nap later. And it's going to be enforcing a later bedtime. Mm. She's still going to wake up at that seven. Mm. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I'd like to have her in bed earlier so she can get at least like 10 hours. Here we go
1: again (laughs) with this. This is bullshit. You've been, we've seen enough days. The data dispersion, it is not to an exact science. And you're projecting that she is not going to go to bed at the right time, which is going to impact how long the night is. We've been here before. It's not always a science. It's a rough estimate.
0: It's always a rough estimate.
1: And yeah, cool. We have apps and we use things to kind of track the sleep, but it's all an estimate and it adds up. The other day, we gave you the privilege of Kamali's. Longer than usual nap time, (laughs) right? She banged out a solid three. That was wild. She wasn't up extra late. It just flows. Mm. And I told you in the beginning of this podcast that Kamali's water flowing out of her mouth during that nap time (laughs) was a deeper message to you to be like water. Okay. Now, obviously.
0: It's so we hard. Know. Well,
1: Felicia, first things first, it's hard, but don't take me literal, okay? Her water coming out of her mouth has come out I know. in all different types of times and wrong times and different <laughs> ways. But what I am saying is there is a flow here that I'm in and I'm inviting you. I'm, I'm, I'm tapping you on the shoulder like, hey, you could leave that that general population room. You can come over into this VIP flow because the flow that I'm in right now mm-hmm. is celebrating her awareness, although the choice and the outcome was different than we desired. Her awareness shows me that she's fully comprehensive. I also like that we were able to pivot and that there is space for her to be and function and be safe Mm -hmm. and space for us to be and function and be safe and come to this very necessary practice Mm -hmm. of reference of storytelling. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, the reason why I was excited because it was a chance to pivot. But the power that you spoke of earlier, Mm -hmm. the power is in the home. It's in. How each member of the family is loved. That's our thats our strongest power. It isn't who's doing what at what time and what controls. That's not power. Those are systems. And there's room for variance in systems. Mm-hmm. The power is belonging. The power is knowing you're loved. The power is knowing you're safe. The power is having the needs met to grow. Her needs are met where she could sleep right now if she wanted to. She doesn't want to fully. She is sleepy. Right. Mm -hmm. And she might be a little sleepier now and want some sleep assistance. But I recognize power as when the family is safe, loved, needs are met. There's room for flexibility. Yeah. That's a powerful family to me.
0: And I would agree with you. But I think like in the the knee deepness, I suppose, of trying to meet this idea that you have in your head of like what you want. And when that doesn't happen, how to navigate yourself into a reframe like that Mm -hmm. is the challenge that I'm experiencing. I want to be able to, like, remember those things in the moment. Mm -hmm. But in like this day in particular, it it, it is very difficult for me. Like I'm asking myself the question, but I guess I'm not truly searching for the answer because I'm just feeling what I'm feeling.
1: And and this is this is very consistent with. Felicia and Cariga, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to feel what I feel. Yeah, My response to my feelings are, I will feel what I feel, but what else is true? Uh, right? It's
0: like, I can't get to the question. I know,
1: but. <laughs> what else I, is true? But I, I think it's a beautiful art. But this is why I think parenting is such a beautiful experience. And it always draws to my heart, empathy for those who are doing this experience differently than imagined. Yeah. or by themselves for reasons that they didn't plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you're right. It is the knee deepness of it that is hard for the reframe. Who's a, Here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example. Okay, And more fathers might feel this way or identify this way, or maybe more fathers can come with the cool, right? From not having to meet the immediate primary needs on an ongoing basis. Although separate from breastfeeding, you know, you and I, we do things kind of, uh, even distribution of mm-hmm. responsibilities. We try to as mm-hmm. best as can. Yeah. So, yeah, there are like my work experiences and all these things that I've learned mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Because you, you were describing something called power. But yeah. when, we, when, when we were trying to get to define it and when we looked at power was, I thought maybe you might have been talking more about control, right? Which are two different dynamics, which is okay, but- <laughs> Here's a perfect example of like the reframe in the knee deep of it, in the parenting experiencing, in the in the mother experience, the father experience. But my favorite traffic. Okay, here's what comes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because I want to do an episode where I'm mic'd through traffic, just the sound bites. Because who I am when I'm driving is not the person you hear on this show. He's not him. Slim, let me tell y'all like this. One day I'm driving in traffic, and I already said traffic, so there are outside stimuli that are impacting the way I move through it. My family's in the car, my goal is to get everybody to their destination safely and efficiently. Safely and efficiently, both are important. Heavy on the efficient, <laughs> heavy on the safe. Okay, <laughs> but cars doing something outlandish, driving outlandishly slow, jumping in front of me, and I <laughs> like Felicia. I'm feeling what I'm feeling, right? I like to be in my feelings, right? Be so. in them jumps. And here comes Felicia. Oh, mindful-ass Felicia from the passenger seat <laughs> saying something to me to the effects of... It was something extra mindful, right? I don't remember what it was. And I thought to myself, you real mindful over there from the passenger seat, <laughs> right? Which is totally not the driving experience. Everyone knows that...
0: I'm always mindful in that passenger seat. And I feel like I'm pretty mindful in the driver's
1: seat when it comes to it's- the road. Let's... Let's be honest. You are mindful. You still different in the driver's seat than you are in the passenger seat. Slim, I got proof. I'm just, I'm just willing to admit it. Okay. I want to be mic'd for one show. It's, but when you leaned over and remarked so mindfully, I responded immediately like, oh, that's really mindful of you. And that illustration was to show us that the driver's seat is so much different than the passenger seat in a vehicle. Yes. yes. So too is. The experience of being challenged by your child, actively being challenged by your child versus who you get to be when you are just thinking of yourself as a parent.
0: Mm.
1: Right. So Kamali wasn't challenging me. She was challenging the objective we had. But to be a parent is this constant dance of my schedule, my objection and her needs. (laughs) So I've had to change all types of recordings all types of things in my life to best meet her needs. My favorite quality is that I still get it done. Mm. Right? That's who I celebrate. Like, damn, I'm unstoppable. Because it's unstoppable you can't be stopped. Well, for real, for real. Because I I used to think parenting was going to stop me from doing things.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah.
1: I just thought like those things stop because parenthood starts and I can't do both. And obviously that's not true because I've been rapping my ass off, right? (laughs) With the whole family present and creating music and taking meetings and everything that I've needed to do. So that's how I was coming to this podcast. Mm. That what we need to do will still happen. The needs are still met. The family is safe. She is loved. She knows what time it is. It's just a difference of experiences, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I also recognize that I have the privilege of being mindful in that regard because i wasn't the one feeling actively challenged okay but for example felicia recently took a trip mm-hmm. it was our first day away <laughs> from mommy okay
0: mm-hmm. it was i went and hung out with my very best friend dominica as you may have heard her name before on this show and dominica Is actually a flight attendant and I had the opportunity to fly on her plane as she was working and then have an overnight with her in Reno and then fly back the next morning on her flight again home. And I really, really enjoyed it. I have a burning question. I hope I don't lose it as we pivot to talk about my trip. But it was a wonderful, beautiful trip that I did not know that I needed. And I've heard like several times from other, my my mom mentors, I call them, but like my friends who were actively engaged in the practice of mothering before I had any children. And one of the messages that I receive, one of, one of the themes of that I receive from all of these mothers is time for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. My, my favorite thing about this moment is that though I'm sitting right here, she's only talking to her mom, right, which is a sometimes an illustration of that bond and that tightness, but also because Felicia's sitting in her line of sight. So I am secondary.
0: And one thing I've noticed that I actually haven't talked very much with my, my friends, my moms, is the changes in your relationships amongst one another. I've had so many changes in my friendships, largely due, I think, to grief and then due to, being Kamali's mom and how you are needed just in your immediate space. And I have always had to work a little bit harder to maintain my friendships. So I can feel really challenged when I am having to manage so many things in front of me and then even like consider maintaining a relationship with a friend. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely and what i mean very specifically by that is like in my free time am i actually going to go and make a phone call <laughs> you know what right. what I mean? or am i just going to sit there and relax so this trip in particular was very special for me because it gave me an opportunity to do two things and it was one time for myself and two an opportunity to maintain not maintain but an opportunity for me to spend time with a friend
1: yeah invest in a friendship invest
0: in my friendship and it was amazing to me because what I found as soon as I saw her, as I was getting on her plane, I was overcome with so much joy. Initially I was thinking like, oh, this must be because when I saw Dominica, I could feel like this burning joy inside of me. One, because I was happy to see my friend, but I started to kind of feel like this old version of myself, this this version of myself that does not include my family. And I just had so much joy. I squeezed her tightly. She saved the seat for me. I'm like right there in the front and I get to watch who she is on this plane. And as I'm watching her, I realized like, wow, when I see Dominica, I don't see Dominica as just her. Like I see her and her whole family. Like she's not separate of her family. Like her identity now includes all of these things. And I was overcome with so much joy that I was able to see that in her. And what I could also see and feel is like, wow, I've known her since before this family that she now has since before this, this life that she is navigating. And the love that I have for her hasn't just like remained constant. It's grown in capacity and it's grown so much because it includes so many others. And it helped me to realize like, wow, Me being here is actually not even separate of my family either. Like it is inclusive of them and that we get to spend time in this way with one another, inclusive of our families, even though they're not physically present. It's like a it's a beautiful thing. Wow. And I was just overjoyed that I was able to come to understand this because I think what has happened in my journey with grief, in my journey becoming Kamali's mom and all the things that it entailed. Like I felt like in some way I may have lost some of myself or some of my relationships and what they used to be. But I realized, no, actually, I haven't lost myself. Like I am still very much that person, but I've gained so much even in the absence of us physically being together, you know, and and talking to one another like we used to. Like so much has grown. So I've gained so much in the process. And
1: that is a beautiful reframe. That is a beautiful reframe. I enjoyed you going to even spend that time for yourself investing in a friendship, right? To hear what you learn while doing that and to hear how the experience shaped your understanding of family, right? And identity and all the things we hold. It would make sense that your capacity or your love for her has grown insofar as you used to just hold that relationship Now you also hold space for the things she holds, Mm -hmm. right? You know, somebody can't want to work with me and not understand my role in my family, right? You don't get to extract me from my family for work. It's a part of how I work Mm -hmm. because of my journey here was so different than everyone else's, right? Mm -hmm. And just while we're here on the topic of journey, during this recording here, right here live, (laughs) Kamali walked in here. Opened the pantry, locked herself in the pantry. I don't know if you heard her, Felicia. She said, where's Kamali? I didn't. Well, when no one answered, Kamali found, not only Kamali, but she found the Cheez-Its. So we watched this child walk out of the pantry, boxless Cheez-Its, just the bag. She's walking around with the bag, okay? And I'm fascinated. Now, I'm going to go get to her in a second. But I just want to, I, I like the idea of you knowing, Felicia, that we don't control None of this, okay? We are responsible, <laughs> but we don't control.
0: Okay.
1: Now, I'm going to go get those cheeses in a second. But while you were discovering parts of yourself, your identity, your friendship, she didn't call mommy. She didn't call for mom. She only called daddy all that time, right? It was only daddy. So mm-hmm. y'all just heard her call mommy about five times, right? So, hmm. If you do the math like five times, 24 hours, I don't know, somewhere around 5 million, right? That's how many times she says daddy that day. That math, and that's,
0: that's some rough math.
1: What was fascinating, well, that's how it feels because you can't reframe. You cannot. But what was fascinating about it, everything was all good. I was doing my best job to have her have great experiences with her daddy. And, you know, we went and picked up one of her cousins and got, you know, donuts and just took some time, right? Her cousins stayed at our daycare. I could handle that the curveball was when i picked up the rest of her cousins and took them to a birthday party at a at like a jump house and quickly i realized my capacity and my patience is only really wired around my parenting experience as it is <laughs> so the idea of me picking up more girls to take them to a jump house everything was cool until it was time to go
0: Everything's fine.
1: <laughs> and when I say time to go, I meant till I said it was time to go. Now, we did complete the party. Okay. But when the party was done, I figured, hey, it is time to go. We've paid our time. It is time to go. So I'm managing Kamali's behavior and her loose use of language. Mm-hmm. Mostly like a list of demands. But I'm waiting for the three older kids to get ready. And they're just doing older kid take longer time. <laughs> and... Our sister-in-law, Sheenik, walks by and hears me say this. She laughed at me all weekend. She laughed and said, I said out loud, you all are taking too long and it's causing me to manage Kamali's behavior much longer than I want to. <laughs> it was my best attempt at communicating clearly without like getting upset with the children. Man. However, I handled that well. You want to know the parenting moment that sent me over the edge? What, babe? When I made, she had some black beans and rice. She had some chicken, tortilla chips, Mm -hmm. a little bit of soft tortilla. Mm -hmm. Takes her time with that, eats the chips. Mm -hmm. Have to bribe her to eat the 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 chicken and the beans. And and once we got through the meal, I go to put the bowl in the sink, and I turn around, (laughs) and she got sour cream all over her hand, rubbing it in like lotion. (laughs) Okay. And for me, that was the moment where I was like, I might be at capacity. But I I laughed at understanding how quickly it approaches. Yeah, Sophie, not only do I respect and have empathy for the moments when you get caught in that power struggle, but I recognize it as your deep love for her Mm -hmm. and trying to be hopeful about the best outcomes and the responsibility you think you have in those best outcomes. Yeah,
0: yes, exactly. But as
1: your husband and the co-parent, not only do I respect how... The outcomes you desire for her, but I understand the challenges you experience when it's hard to get the reframe. Thank you. Right, so you're not tripping.
0: That's important.
1: Yeah, you're not tripping. (laughs) But you know, the other day you and I learned, or at least we think we know, that while our children don't belong to us, we definitely belong to them. We
0: belong to them. That I feel that. I feel that.
1: So it's it's just, a, it's just a different experience altogether.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I'm glad we took time to process where you were in the real time, because <laughs> I think that's what parenthood is, right?
0: I'm glad we did, too, because I think it's necessary to allow yourself to process. You know, sometimes in parenthood, you may not even have the time to explore what it is that you're experiencing. You just have these feelings and they're unidentified. But there is so much importance in understanding and naming it. So that you have an opportunity to reframe it. So you gave me that opportunity today and I'm incredibly grateful. I would love to explore more in the future about how one chooses when they are in the driver's seat, like how one chooses the reframe. Mm -hmm. How do we get there? But today I am grateful for the invitation to the process.
1: Absolutely. Thank you all for being in this process with us, for being in this space with us. And for the parents who are needing a reframe, I invite you to take a deep breath in that experience as we are having to do right now. And I am naming that I'm taking this deep breath because I am imagining that there are cheez-its all over my hear it. Okay. So just take a deep breath with me. Take a deep breath for me if you can.
0: Oh no, my really. God, I hear them.
1: No, really. We thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmation with Felicia and Kariga.
0: With Kariga and Felicia and Kamali.
1: And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. <laughs> we thank our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Yes. Our producer, Crystal Hill. Yay. And our editor, Masu McLemore. From our family to yours. Until next time. Peace.
0: Peace.